When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to a brand new edition of Local Queen with Ginger Minge. Now, it has been a little while. They gave me these music buttons right here that I'm playing with right now. This is our our intro. Isn't that nice? I like that. Professional. And free, which is my favorite. So... (laughs) Welcome, everybody, to our very first episode of 2022. We've been gone for too long. Now it's time to bring it back. Living on the streets. No, no, no. We've been on the road. What's the difference? A hotel room and a first-class flight. You got a hotel room? Yeah, you know that because I allowed you to come in to wash your pits. Oh, I was (laughs) sleeping out back behind the dumpster. (laughs) No, she was sleeping in a dumpster at the outback. Oh, wow. Well, you know, you get all the free brown bread that way. <laughs> it is great. It's fantastic. Oh, so, home. so much has happened over the last month or so that we haven't been here. It's been and a month? It's Well, it's been a month since our last episode aired, but it's really been over two months since we were gone. It's a whole new year. It is. New year, new me. Do you feel new? Yeah, well, I feel like I'm finally getting my eyebrows back. Well, partially, you can kind of see. This one's growing back in a little patchy. That's all right. I'm a little concerned about that, but I'm going to let it slide. Yeah. Do you feel like a New Year, New You? I feel like I have shed a skin like a snake, mm-hmm. and I'm ready to slither through this world. Yeah. What's your New Year's resolution? Uh, to get healthier. <laughs> Stop eating so much takeout on on the streets, and yeah. um, and just take care of my body. Yeah. Yeah. Love that body. It's the only one you've got. And I need to treat it kinder. Yes. Mine's a temple. Yeah. Open day or night to anyone. (laughs) (laughs) So what have we been doing? Oh, for those of you who don't know, I mean, I'm sure you know at this point, but my co-host today, of course, is my co-partner in crime, my sister from another mister, the one and only Gidget Galore. Hello. Should I find some music for you? Here, what's this? <laughs> oh, oh so hi. so uh so this is Gidget and we have been on tour for months now. We left November 26th, the day after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And we went for half of the tour and then we came got to come home yeah. to Orlando. And then we went back out and then we got to come home. And then we went back out. Yes. And now we're back, 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 back again. We were ready. So we did our our Winter Wonderland holiday non-denominational spectacular. It was incredible. We went to, uh, we kicked off in Atlanta. So we went to Atlanta, Washington, D.C., and then went to the West Coast for uh, L.A., San Francisco, Portland, Seattle. Yes, Portland PS was like the best show Amazing. I think I've ever done in my whole life. It was so much fun. Portland, 
I am coming back anytime you want. I will bring anybody with me. We are going to have a good time. That was so much fun. That was at the Aladdin Theater? Yes. Oh, it was beautiful. Beautiful Beautiful. theater. Great people there. And the audience was insane. They were crazy. Crazy. And then we got to Seattle and the whole, literally the next day. And the whole time on the bus, I'm telling Uh, this one, oh, oh, girl, wait till we get to Seattle. You thought Portland was good? Wait till we get to Seattle. That first night was very humbling in Seattle. It was uh, a nice big crowd. Nice big crowd. They just, they were really- They were listeners. Watching. Not yeah. screamers. They were listeners. Um, it, it, yes, absolutely. And so it was really, uh, it was such a, a dichotomy, really. And it, I think it, uh, for especially for like Gidget and Michael the Elf, who had never been on tour per se, um, it, it's it shows you both sides of it. It was amazing, and how quickly it can change. <laughs> it, it's not always like this, but when it is, it's great. Oh, yeah. And then, luckily, the next night in Seattle, the second night in Seattle was oh. another like, whoa, 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 yeah. take your top off, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So uh, that was a lot of fun. I will say that the one thing that I will take away from this tour is I never knew what day of the week it was. Ever. No, I knew no. a number. I knew because I would. This is when we're in Portland. This is when we're in LA. So I would know a number, but I would never know if it was a Wednesday or a Monday or a Friday. They're like, "Oh, we have such a great show tonight. It's going to be great. It's a Friday. Oh, it's, it's Friday. We didn't know. Yeah, I, know. I still don't know. For I, a month and a half, we didn't know what day it was. But that's exactly how it is all the time when you're when you're constantly touring. Most of the time, I don't even know what month it is. I had to double check with my husband before we started this what year it was now. Because I kept saying 2021. And he's like, no, that one is it's done. Now We're we done have 2022. And it flew by. It, it flew by. To me, I feel like we had just started. We did that New Year, New Queers Eve mm-hmm. uh, show last year. Which you can watch on YouTube. I just watched uh, two nights ago. You are obsessed yeah. with yourself. I know. It's just so funny. I just love seeing it. And, and it, was, it was turning a page because we were getting rid of 2020. Yes, we were. And it felt like it was two months ago. We just did that. But it also feels like a hundred years ago. It feels like we have been in this pandemic, this ever-changing, morphing pandemic for our entire lives. It's been a long time. It it has been a very long time. And it was also very interesting trying to navigate all of that while we were on tour. Because everywhere we went, like, like, so we were in Portland. And they said, oh, hey, just so you know, we have very few cases here. Uh, everybody's really safe, da 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 then you go to LA and it's like, oh, wear three masks and a face shield right. and a bag over your head. And I think the bag over the head was just for aesthetic purposes, <laughs> honestly. But uh, yeah, and and just stay away from everybody because it's running rampant. Right. And then, of course, we come back to Orlando. And they're it's like, like hey, you want me to spit in your mouth? Right. And in New York City, you can't even get a coffee without a vaccination card. You can't yeah. even get a coffee. You can't walk into any place yeah. without that card. Which I have to say, I ain't mad at. No, absolutely not. Please stay safe. And so after I got back from um, the Halloween tour that I did over in the UK, I actually got COVID. And it it knocked me on my ass. And, And being fully vaccinated, I cannot imagine what it would have felt like 
or what it would have done to me if I hadn't had the vaccine. Because there were a couple days where I was like, this is it. This, this is it. I'm saying my goodbyes because I don't think um, I'm going to last much longer. And, and truth be told, you had to test negative to get onto a flight to come back to the U.S. Yeah. You had to test negative as well as everybody else on that flight. And when you landed. Mm-hmm. I got it. I got it from the airplane or at the airport or, the or somewhere. in customs. Had it. Yes. I mean, it, it just. It is, it's everywhere. You don't know how you get it most of the time. You just, you get it. So all we're saying is be careful. Wash your hands. Wash your filthy hands. Keep them out of your face. And and keep them out of your neighbor's mouth. Mm. Or, you know, whatever. Whatever tickles your fancy. What was your favorite part of the tour? Uh, the Christmas tour? Yeah. Um, well, I really liked traveling with my friends for the holidays because, you know, this is like the fourth year that I've done, fifth year that I've done a Christmas tour and it's usually just me. Like the first year it was just me. And then CJ got to go with me the year after that. So it feels like we've been adding one more, like we prove, okay, we can make back the money (laughs) to cover the flights and the hotels. So um, every year we've been able to add more people. And this year we got to do a huge tour and it was just so well received by everybody that saw it. Like everybody that saw it just loved it. And it was fun to be able to kind of spend the holidays with my family. You know, the people that I spend every day while I'm at home with, um, with you and Michael and CJ. And it just, it was really nice to not feel alone for the holidays, which, you know, typically tends to happen when you're on the road. And we were building up to that date. Uh, We ended in Charleston. So our last show was the 23rd of December. Mm -hmm. And Charleston has become my yearly tradition. It's so it's my fifth year doing the Christmas tour. It is my sixth year doing a Christmas show with patio furniture in South Carolina. And so we knew going into the, because we got, that was the only only holiday show we got to do last year was at the Charleston Music Hall. And I have to tell you, quick shout out to the Charleston Music Hall. I have never seen anybody handle uh, safety precautions during the pandemic as well as they have. Because I remember when we went there last year, they were like, everybody had to buy a ticket. And so there were only like 10 tickets available for each time. Because when you bought your tickets, like there's 10 tickets available for 6.30, seating uh 635 had 10 tickets and they were and so everybody was spaced out when they bought their tickets they were all lined up in different areas so nobody was near each other they were spaced out inside the theater so it seats a thousand people but we only sold 500 tickets so that everybody could be really really spaced out and then for drinks and for merch and all that kind of stuff you ordered it on your phone and it got delivered to you and then whenever the show was over, they all got dismissed by their same group numbers. Very safe. So nobody was near each other. I have never felt safer yeah. in the entire pandemic. We even did a bingo section in that show, and uh-huh. they wouldn't even allow them to come up with their winning card. Somebody actually had to go to them with the prize. So yeah, poor Michael. Safe. It was safe. In his whole hazmat suit <laughs> with his spray can of Lysol. Um, but anyway, so it's become such a t- tradition uh, to end in South Carolina. So it was the only show we did last year, as I said, and we had so much fun. We were only there for a couple of days and we were like, we need to come back. Cause I don't know if y'all know, 
but I'm very into the ghost hunting. Oh, yes. I'm very into history and, and all that kind of stuff, um, architecture, all that. So um, we decided this year, since it was our last show, that we were going to bring my whole family and Gidget's whole family up to this house that we rented in Charleston, South Carolina. We stayed there for a week, all of us, and spent Christmas there, Had uh, went on all of these walking tours. We went to um, the outdoor market on Market we the, Street. Yeah, we went to the market. We went on a, a walking ghost tour, mm-hmm. um, our horse-drawn carriage ride tour, yeah. our historic tour. We got to go down into the the dungeon, mm-hmm. and uh, it was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, and we got to eat so much good food. Yeah. Oh well, I mean, I won't call it good food. It tasted good, but there was nothing good about it. For oh, our <laughs> I have never eaten more fried green tomatoes in my entire so life. Good. Shout out, out to there. Virginia on Kings, one of our favorite restaurants in Charleston. Don't miss it if you're there and make a trip just for it. Yeah. We, so I don't like to wait when I get to restaurants. I don't like to wait in general, but, um, especially for food, especially for food. Cause I'm usually hungry. So, um, we went there. We, well, we tried to get a reservation online because we had 10 people total, 10 people. It was Christmas Eve. And we were like, I know that this is, we're really <laughs> asking a lot. Tip, there's, the there's about, there's about 12 seats. There's about 12 tables in this restaurant. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So um, we we tried online, and then we were like, well, maybe instead of 10, we can get two reservations of five. Well, maybe if we break it up between four, 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 four and two. And, yeah, yeah. So um, we ended up just showing up, and we waited. And it's the only restaurant that I would ever consider waiting for. We waited 45 minutes. It was 100% worth it. It is so delicious. All the food. All the food. We went to that French restaurant, which was yeah, so so good. What was that? Rue Le Charles. Rue Paul Le Charles. Le Charles. Yes, <laughs> yes. It was really good though. Like every all the food there was delicious. And on this ghost tour, so I have this app on my phone that's called Ghost Hunter, and I got it from my friend Adam Barry, who is uh, one of the co-hosts and ghost hunters on um, Kindred Spirits on Discovery Plus which is now in its sixth, sixth season. I can't talk to it. Got to push my dentures back in. Um, oh, oh, my new brassiere is here. The Amazon Prime people are here. Yeah, I just ordered yeah. a new bra. Hi. <laughs> He's cute. I know. He's very cute. Do you, do you have him frequently? Yes, I sure do. I have him oh. often. Yeah, that's good. Sometimes two, three uh, times a day. Let's give him some music. Bye. Bye. That's the sexiest music I have. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) All right. Anyway, so um, I have this ghost app that he recommended to me, and uh, we put it on all the time, and we get all sorts of stuff on it. Like, I was sitting... So it talks to you. It uses the magnet in your phone for your... Whatever. Not compass. (laughs) Compass? Oh, my. Um, So it uses that to, like... There's this dictionary... And they can pick words. And I don't know how it works, but you can watch a video on YouTube. So I sat down in Gidget's sewing shop, which is in the garage, and I was sitting right underneath the attic. And it immediately says, attic, attic, attic. <laughs> then it started talking about some little girl that drowned in yeah, the attic. I don't, I don't know. I haven't been in the Once attic. Once it gets too dark, she says, okay, we're done talking I'm like, to wait, you. This, yeah. We don't invite it. I rebuke it. 
Yeah, nothing but um, uh, devils or... No, 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 no. We just want to talk to the friendly ghost. The friendly ghost. Yeah, Casper is welcome. Yeah. Um, so we I put this app on while we were on this ghost tour. And it was so interesting because it was like directly responding to the things that were being said by our tour guide. And I had the volume off so you can just go and like recheck everything and like, like records it. A little history. Yeah, it like records it and it shows you everything that's going on. Oh my goodness, he was telling this story about this doctor who was treating the town during a plague. You know, much like this one, I guess. Um, and both of his children got infected. All three? All, all three of his boys got infected and died. Within a week. Within a week. And he now, ha- like, he sits on their grave and cries about, like, this is the story and stuff. Because he feels guilty. Um, and literally, as this is going on, the app is going, children, doctor, guilty, guilty. Sad. <laughs> I was and like, it turns out Whoa. he didn't bring that home. They got yellow fever from a mosquito in their home. Yeah. So he had all this guilt for no reason. Isn't that sad? It is. Well, we tried to tell him. We're yeah. like, if you're listening now, right. now it I was know. a mosquito. It's the oldest graveyard, the oldest seminary. Uh, you know, it's a graveyard because it's, it's attached a, yeah. to the church, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, in Charleston. So, mm-hmm. for the history. For the second oldest church right i think so the ch- church with no corners the round church. it's a round church round church because apparently the, church. the devil lurks in corners so there's no corners yeah i think they just did that like they were literally cutting corners you know it, just, it was cheaper to build it in a circle oh uh, rim shot oh i can do that hold on <laughs> oh, i got Mary. plenty of rim jobs up here this is gonna be good for everybody <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So, um, in the midst of our Christmas tour, we came back to Orlando, we did one night of Winter Wonderland, and then the very next night, we did our Golden Gals Christmas show. Cheesecake and Cheer. Cheesecake and Cheer. It was a brand new show that we had written this year, and uh, I don't know how we pulled it off. We had no time. We had no budget. (laughs) We had no nothing. Except 400 people that were ready to come and see the show. And a fabulous cast. And Well, and that's the good thing about our TV Land Live crew that we've put together. You know, uh, the cast, we've gotten to a point where we can pretty much just walk into a room and put on a show. As we proved with this one right here. The whole time leading up to it, we had rehearsal that day. And it was, I'm going to tell you, that rehearsal was a disaster. Oh, it was scary. But the second that the lights hit and the audience was there and there's applause and laughter and all that. It just came together and it turned out to be one of the most fun shows. Oh, we had I, a blast. I think we have ever done. And it got such good feedback that now it's like, okay, well, cause people have been wanting us to take the golden gals on tour for years and years, but 
It's big sets. It is. It's, it's a it's lot their house. of sets. It's, it's their house from the front door all the way to the wall of the kitchen. The, uh-huh. the entire thing. It, and not to mention all of like the bedrooms. Yep. All of uh, the park and the bar. The bar. All oh. of these different sets. We were like, how the hell are we going to do that? So this was a new concept. Oh, is he leaving? Oh, is bye, he leaving? Bye. bye. He was waiting for me. He was. Uh, did you text him and let him know you'll be a, I'll be a little late? A little late. He said, better late than pregnant. Oh. (laughs) So um, we wrote this version that had a minimal set just to see if the concept would work. And it did. So hopefully we'll be bringing uh, some form of the Golden Girls to you very soon. Very soon. Yeah. I hope. But then we did that show. And then the next day we were back out on the road. In exotic Hamilton, New Jersey. The blueberry capital of the world. Of the U.S. Of the U.S. The top producing. Let's say the world. Nobody's going to fact check us. They make make the most. They grow the most blueberries uh, of anywhere in the U.S. In Hamilton, New Jersey. Hamilton, New Jersey. Um, Also... There, they also are the the world's leading capital of um, no Uber drivers. Oh, that is for sure. Yeah, especially yeah. on Uber Eats. Mm. We ordered Uber Eats three times, three times in one day. And it would wait an hour and say, oh, somebody's finally picking it up. And then after that hour passed, it would go, never mind, it's been canceled. And it was in the afternoon. It's afternoon. Not in the middle it's, of the night. Yeah, right? no, this is like... Three o'clock, four o'clock, we were getting ready to go into sound check. And this kept happening all day to the point where we have a a friend of ours named Kat who lives in Orlando and she's from randomly Hamilton, New Jersey. So she had flown up there uh, to come to the show with her aunt. So we called her and we were like, are you in from the airport yet? Can you please swing through McDonald's and feed me? Please. Um, so other than, uh, not having access to food in Hamilton, New Jersey, I found it lovely. It was lovely at Cathedral is where we were. Cool venue. Beautiful. An old church. Really cool venue. Turned into a special event, um, hall. Yeah. You can get married. You have a quinceanera. Yeah. Drag show. Drag show. Anything. That's, that's, that's that's it. Married quinceanera drag show. Yeah. Now, wait till we take our tour next there next year, and it's just going to be us getting married in quinceanera dresses. Yes. In full drag. In full drag. And Michael could be For the holidays. Well, yeah. 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 Don't tell Michael. We're just going to beat him with a stick. And put candy in his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) His bubble gum is going to fall out. (laughs) Well, my highlight of the Christmas tour, I was waiting for you to ask him. Well, because I'm not there yet. We haven't finished the tour yet. So we, uh, after that, we got in this little van the next morning. Oh, yes. And we drove into New York City. This is where my favorite part comes in. Oh, is this where your favorite part comes in? Okay, so we drove into New York City, and we had the day off. So we were like, you know what? We've got high hopes. (coughs) We are going to go and see the Rockettes. We're going to go see the store windows. We're going to go to Rockefeller Center and see the skating. We're going to see it all. See it all. And we were going to go see my friend Nash in um, Book of Mormon. And, and go all, backstage. And go backstage and all these things. 
And then hold on, I've got to put some dramatic music on. As we were driving there, we got the alert on our phones that everything in New York was shutting down, including the Rockettes and almost every single Broadway show that we had any interest in seeing. So we did go down and look at all the storefront windows. They were beautiful. They were beautiful. New Macy's. We went down to Rockefeller Center, saw the tree, watched the ice skaters like this. Because there were too many people. There were too many people. So we just did this the whole time. Uh, and then we said, where are we going to go? So <laughs> we, uh, so we grabbed a slice of pizza. We grabbed several slices of pizza. And we got to see. Oh, no, more dramatic. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to dramatically take it off. We got to see Twas the Night, the Cirque du Soleil Holiday Spectacle at Madison Square Garden. <laughs> it was so wonderful. Twas the Night Before Christmas. Twas the Night Before Christmas. It got stuck in our heads. It's still not gone. So is this your favorite part? This is my favorite part. Okay, so why is Twas the Night your favorite part of our tour? So our our seats were, uh, CJ, your husband, got us wonderful, wonderful seats that were probably, what, 10, 11 rows from the stage. They were they were yeah. quite close. Oh, yeah, we were close. And uh, we were off to one side, but we could see everything. And... Um, it, we had no idea what the show was going into. We just no. knew it was Cirque du Soleil, and we were in a 5,000-seat theater. Cirque du Soleil holiday. Oh, it was so great. So uh, partway through the show, um, Ginger starts putting together the plot in her head. Well, because if you have been to a Cirque du Soleil show, you know that the plot is thin, even if we are not. So you have to kind of make it up in your head. It's all open to interpretation. So I like to do that when I go to a Cirque du Soleil show. I like to string together the plot of what's going on. So I was at the end of our group. Um, So it was me and then a complete stranger over here. A Mm -hmm. family, all these teen girls. Yes. And Ginger had put together that... um, there was a man, but he didn't have a wife, and but he had a daughter. And there was this woman spinning around by her hair, from her hair, her hair. Um, and she leans over and she goes, "That's his dead wife." And it struck me um, as so <laughs> humorous that I started. I I have a tough time kicking things out that are funny. Um, like in church or things or yeah. places where I'm supposed to be quiet. And here we are in the theater and I start giggling and I giggle a little bit more to the point where now I'm shaking. I'm shaking the poor teen girl that's next to me because I can't <laughs> stop. And just as she goes, that's his dad. wife." She spread eagles her legs in front of right in front of his oh my god that's all it took i could have oh i thought so then she's trying to pretend that she's crying because it was so so beautiful she's going oh Oh, i was trying so hard i thought i was going to break the seats right out off the floor so then right after this number happens then the dad did this big lamp comes down like yeah on a a string over his head and it's like shining the light on him and he's looking around like this and uh so then he climbs up on it 
and then like swings around from this lamp. Like, yeah, I mean, it's cool. It looks great. And then starts shining it on everybody else. And I said, okay, what's going on here is that they have all turned the finger of blame to him for his dead wife. But now he is taking that same light and shining it on all of their faces because it wasn't him. Now he is showing that it was society that killed her. Mm-hmm. It worked. It worked with the plot line. Just trying to watch a fun circus show. Yeah, it was fun for me. I couldn't stop laughing. Like, <laughs> it hurt. It hurt. But the show is great. Um, we've we've downloaded the soundtrack. We've listened to it, it many is, times. Oh my Very gosh. Catchy. It's still stuck in my head. Twas the night before Christmas. Twas the night before Christmas. It was great. It was one of the, the best shows I've ever seen. It was really good. Uh, and then after that, we loaded up the car and we went to Detroit where we landed we had an hour and a half to get completely into drag. I'm getting choked up thinking about yeah. it. No, I had to burp. Sorry. Um, we landed, had an hour and a half to get into drag, and then we did two shows. Back to back. Back to back. Got on a flight and came home. That was a lot. That's a lot. It was a lot. But it was totally it worth it. It was great. You can find those clips on YouTube as well. Yeah. Our friend David Benvenuto. Yay, he David. filmed both shows and broke it up into clips and then put it all over the uh, the YouTubes. The YouTubes. So go and check those out. This is so much fun. So then after that, we came home, had a couple of days, and then went to South Carolina. S- yes, we drove. We drove there, had our great trip, drove back the next week. Then I got on a flight to go for New Year's Eve. I was in Nashville mm-hmm. at play. And then New Year's Day, I was at play in Louisville. And... It has been so long since I've performed in a bar, like in a nightclub. How'd you like it? I loved it. It was, I mean, it was really fun to go back and do that because the energy is so different than doing a theater show. But I'm so used to doing theater shows lately that I wasn't used to the schedule. Typically, when we do our shows, we're done by like 10 p.m. At the latest. At the latest. And I mean, when I say done, I mean the lashes are in the case. Mama's in her kerchief and I'm in my cap. <laughs> and we are settling down for the longest winter nap. Mama, I didn't start painting until 10 p.m. <gasps> I was exhausted. I'm old for that. And it was so hot because there were so many people in there. And... When you join the theater shows, there's, I mean, there's usually a bar. There's usually alcohol, but it's not flowing like that. Right. They're not popping bottles, mama. And <laughs> these people are like, yeah! They've probably been drinking. Do phone! Do phone! <laughs> and then you do phone and they go, it was better on TV. <laughs> well, yeah, on TV, there was $30,000 at stake. <laughs> um, so that was really fun, but it wore me out. And that was only two days. It was but two it days. Was also New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. So. so there were two very busy, busy, busy days, but I just wasn't used to doing something that late anymore. And then literally, we got back on the second and we started rehearsals on <laughs> CJ's birthday on January 3rd. Yes. For Gilligan's Island Live, which, girl, I don't know how we do it sometimes, but we somehow, in three days, 
put together what I think is probably oh, our best, our funniest show that we've done with TV Land Live so far. And the set looked amazing. The set was Kelly incredible. Stewart designed the set. It- go on to Instagram. Go follow at TV Land Live um, across all social media platforms. You can see clips and pictures from the show. It was awesome. But somehow we learned an entire two-act <sighs> show, built a set, costumed it, rehearsed it and put it up in front of an audience in three days. And we did four Four shows. Four sold out performances um, in Claremont at the Claremont Performing Arts Center. And we're actually going to go back there in October to do the Munsters live. Yeah. It's going to be so creepy. Ooky and spooky. Wait, that's, that's the Adams family. It's fine. Yeah. It's one of those spooky TV shows. Um, I wanted to do ghost hunters live. No. No, I thought that'd be fun. We'll just turn the, the green lights on and we'll sit there and like, <gasps> is that something? Oh, no, it's not. I don't like those shows. Why not? Because I just feel like they're just sitting in the dark and they're like, oh, did you fart? They would no, never just- say that. It was, it was ghosts. Guys, I don't even know what was that. And it wasn't me. And I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared, guys. <laughs> So anyway, we did the show. It was spectacular. Before you ask, no, you can't have one. I'm almost out. Oh, that's fine because I already stole some in there in my pocket. (laughs) So we sold out the show in Claremont. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. And it was fantastic. And it was so much fun. And then Monday rolled around. And it was the first day that I haven't had to do anything. Nothing. And I did nothing. But do you know what happened whenever that happened? No. My body decided to let me know exactly what I had done to it over the last two and a half months. Ooh, I hurt from head to toe. Everything. I, I had muscle aches in places where I didn't even know I had muscles. I don't think I have many muscles, but they hurt. (laughs) You think you broke your toe? I somehow broke or s- severely sprained my pinky toe. Swole right up. Swolt. I'm swolt. Hashtag. Um, and then yesterday, we went back, had our very first bingo at Hamburger Mary's in two and a half months. And nobody warned me that the back door no longer had like the the safety latch. Where oh. it goes, you know, like when you close a big door and it goes like slows down and comes to a little oh, no oh. somehow that was gone and I smacked hold on I smashed my finger in the door look it's it's starting to turn purple I may lose this nail right here actually it does look pretty purple it looks gross right yeah so anyway you're gross it happened literally moments before the show started when we were, I was walking in and this one looks at me and she goes, you are white as a ghost. What's wrong? I was like, I'm going to throw up. I'm, I'm going to throw up. And she goes, oh no, you got the COVID again? I'm like, no, I just slammed my freaking finger in the door. And you know, like when something hurts that bad, you don't feel it at first. Mm-mm. Let me try. What's that? It's 
me feeling sorry for my friend. Oh, sure. <laughs> That's a lie. <clears throat> so, I thought she was going to throw up on the floor. I, re- I was about to because it didn't hurt at first. I mean, I knew it was going to because it was tingling. And I had no feeling in it. And, sorry, I have to get my now and later now. Wash it down with a sip of Dunkin' Donuts. Still in a holiday cup. Anyway, so I get in there. And just as we the overture starts, we're getting ready to walk on stage. The pain hits. And I had no way to, like fix it or do anything about it before the show started. And our bingo shows at Hamburger Mary's, I mean, there's it's two hours of us on just being on. And uh, I'm a little yellow. Uh, oh, look at your Hulk tongue. It's crazy and creepy. Mm. Hulk live. <laughs> anyway, so, um, so you just about an hour into the show, my head started pounding. Like, Pounding. Your body's taking over. Yeah. Pain. And so by the end of the show, I wasn't even trying to hide it anymore. <laughs> the earrings were off. The wig was pushed back to here. And I was like, I wish that I was having a good time, but I am not. I'm going to have to end this very soon. <laughs> it was long. Two hours. We haven't done that in a long time. So it felt like at one point I said, what time is it? And she just said, it's 8.15 and we have to go till 9. Yeah, Ooh. that's when my head was really like, oh. So um, the show ends. I run backstage and I start rummaging through like the first aid kit. I was like, I've got to have some ibuprofen. And so I took the ibuprofen and I, I downed some um, Coca-Cola with it just to try to get it through my system quicker. And luckily in like 10 minutes, I was good. But then I woke up in the middle of the night. And my whole hand was just like doing this. It was just, just now tingling. Purple. Now it's from purple. Mm. Girl is making me nervous. <laughs> so that is the plight yep. of being on tour and not paying attention to the signs that our bodies tell us to until uh, it's too late. It's too late. Basically. You need to be kind of to a circulatory system. I need to. Well, and then I was coming out of Mary's last night. And slipped and slid all the way down the ramp from the door to the street. <laughs> I need to put my friend in a bubble. I need to do something. Yeah. Mm. So what was your, your New Year's resolution? Was To get healthier. To get healthier. And to stop eating so much red meat. Oh, it's the best thing. I don't really eat a lot of red meat. Yeah, I need to stop. I like chicken. I like chicken. Um, you can't have fish because of your allergy. But yeah. I like fish. Um, and I've been a big fan of the pork chop lately. Have you? Yes. It's not something that I would normally order off a menu. And now I have done it two times in a row and I am very pleased. Yeah. Pork. I like pork chops. Um, I, I tend to stay away from it because I saw one of those documentaries where it's Oh like, gosh, don't tell me. No, it's just like pigs are just disgustingly yeah, filthy animals. Yeah, gotcha. um, that's it. Like, yeah. But I stayed away from it for a while. I've never done a whole lot of red meat just because I have TMI. I have I have IBS. And it's been a struggle. 
to figure IBM. out what I can and can't eat. IBS. Is that like IBM? Yeah, yes. Yes. I have a computer uh, in my stomach that hurts. Uh, no, I, it's irritable bowel syndrome. Oh. And a lot of that stems from, well, at least for me, from red meat. So I stay away from that. Um, and so I really only eat chick. Excuse me. <laughs> and now and later. And now and later, which is repeat. <laughs> now and later, it will be repeating yes. on me. Um, so I love pastas. I love chicken. I love well starches are just easy for me to eat because they're also very gentle on the system. Speaking of food, you've got a big project coming that you're working on. Yeah. You're making me cook dinner tonight. Yes. It's dinner tonight. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like chicken tonight. You've been compiling some recipes I've heard. Yes. So uh, for those of you who may have heard or may not have heard, uh, I did sell a book to uh, Simon and Schuster uh, through Atria books and it's coming out soon. I mean, it's in a couple of months, it should be hitting the shelves. And it's this hybrid concept where it is my life story, but it is told through um, recipes. Food. Food. Because food is like the universal love language. You know, even if you can't understand maybe what I'm saying, you can kind of understand what I'm feeling if you eat my food. Mm. You know, I think you can learn. You can learn a lot about people. Uh, by the the food that they enjoy, the meals that they cook. And I feel like a lot of love goes into every dish. So uh, I am currently, I am compiling all of the recipes for that and making sure that they are out. And if if anybody out there has ever written a cookbook, it is so much harder than you think it is because you can't just go off of the recipes that you've used for forever and ever and ever. You have to hire people that then like you send them to different people and they have to independently make them to make sure that the recipes hold up, that they're clear and that there's no way to make them better. And then they have to come back to you and then you have to redo it and then send it back out for it. Every recipe takes weeks and weeks and weeks. And there's like 35 recipes in this book. We're going to be testing a lot of food. Yeah. A lot. But it's totally worth it. I mean, you can tell we're, girl, getting real big again. But it's fine. I ain't worried about it. I feel gorgeous. Uh, (laughs) That's my New Year's resolution, to continue to lie to myself. Mm. (laughs) So I feel gorgeous. You like the stretch section of the fabric store? I do. It's lovely. Well, you know, if you stretch anything, (laughs) it becomes spandex. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, coming up next for uh, us, what do we have on the books? There's so much. Uh, well, we're getting ready for your cookbook. We've got to do some stuff for that. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're already planning the next holiday tour. We are. It's January. It is January, but we've been we've been planning next year's holiday tour since before this yeah. last one began. And next year is going to blow this one out of the water. I can't wait. Which is going to be difficult to do because it was good this year. It's going to be so much. It fun. was really good. Um, but we, we have a whole lot of things in the works. Uh, I have uh, a production of La Caja Fall <gasps> that I'm doing. I'm starring in in um, Chicago, Chicago at Music Theater Works. And I'm very excited about that. I leave at the end. Uh, no, I leave mid-February. And we're going to come up and see her. Yeah, and you've got to see it. It goes through mid-April. 
Uh, and it's really, really good. So it's me playing Al Ben, who sings I Am What I Am. And never then, heard of it. <laughs> never heard of it. Well, good. You can look it up on my good. YouTube. Um, and then we have two costume designers from Project Runway. Fabulous. One is like specifically working on stuff for me. So I feel very Ooh. grand, girl. I feel spectacular. Um, and then, so it's going to be a very pretty production. It's going to be very new, very different. Uh, it's going to have a lot to offer. So make sure that you check us out at Music Theater Works in Chicago for that. Um, and then we've got the Munsters Live coming up later this year. And we're also working on, so we've been obsessed with being the Ricardos. I watched it again last night. I yeah. Again, when you, when you texted me that, I went back and watched it a third time. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I know not everybody's going to love it, but I think it's spectacular. I think I wanted to go in and hate watch it. I did not think that Nicole Kidman was going to nail Lucille Ball the way that she did. It's spectacular. She. Congratulations. Yes. So I'm sure she's listening right now. Yes. <laughs> so um, fabulous. So that has really kind of reignited a fire to do I Love Lucy live, which is something we've been talking about for a couple of years. So we're going to try to make that happen at some point this year. So just make sure you go and follow us on all social media platforms. Uh, I am just go to gingerminch.com. You'll find my link tree. You can just you could just follow me from there. And then where are you at? Uh, theotherlady.com. <laughs> You can look me up. It's Gidget Galore. G-I-D-G-E-T-G-A-L-O-R-E. Mm, that sounds like a song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Oscar nice. Meyer. Uh, and so remember, you know. Be kind to your circulatory system. You're kind to your circulatory system. Don't slam your finger indoors. And as Make always. Sure you go outdoors. Yes. Always be, uh, always support your local queens because they are your hometown sheroes. We love you so much and thank you for tuning in. We hope you have the happiest, dappiest New Year ever. Make plenty of resolutions because at least one of them will stick. And if they don't, who fucking cares? You know, you don't need to be a new you. It's a new year. You can be the same you because I think you're spectacular the way you are. We'll listen we'll, we'll listen to you next time. You listen next time. Comment, like, subscribe, share. Smash that like button. Smash, 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 smash. And uh, we'll be back later to talk more shit about things you probably don't care about. Mwah.